You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at oklahomahof. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, host, back with another episode. We are in Stillwater today in cowboy country. I don't have my boots on. I actually looked at my boots and thought, hmm, maybe, but... The clean, the, the clean jeans I have were not my boot-wearing jeans, so that's why I don't have boots on today. Uh, but we are in cowboy country to talk about Balanced Coffee Co. Um, great cup of coffee. Thank you guys for having me. Um, we're going to be here. You're going to host a couple of podcasts or a few podcasts today, so I really appreciate you opening up your space. Um, it's a Sunday. It's busy, which is awesome to see. Uh, but Lexi and Michael are on the podcast today to talk about their coffee shop and I guess a little bit about their Oklahoma story. So thank you guys for being on uh, yeah, appreciate having us. Yeah, of course. yeah, I'm excited to learn more about it. Um, I'm not really a coffee connoisseur, I but also, we'll I do, yeah, you, yeah, I'm gonna learn something today. <laughs> um, I understand the craftsmanship of it, so I can understand the care that people take into crafting good coffee. So I know more than most. Um, as far as palate, I'm I'm from the UK. We don't have a palate, really. Sadly, <laughs> most people, if you've traveled to the UK, you'll know that our food's pretty bland. Um, but uh, I guess what we'll do is we'll start with um, start with how you guys met. Uh, it was a long time ago. It was a long um, time ago. Yeah. We had some mutual friends on uh, MySpace. MySpace. Yeah, take it take it way back, um, and. One day I just asked to be her friend on MySpace and we just... I was a top friend of yeah. one of his friends. Oh yeah, and so we just kind of did that and started talking from there. Yeah, he just turned 14 and I just turned 16. And so, yeah, it just kind of like blossomed from there. Started hanging out with our mutual friends, started dating. Um, I moved on to high school and he was still in junior high. So, you know, yeah. I did what every girlfriend does, is pick up her kid from middle school. Yeah. Um, yeah. With, so, and I sat with all the moms. Yeah, all my friends were waiting <laughs> on their moms to pick them up. And I was like, well, I'm waiting on my girlfriend to pick them up. <laughs> so they're like, oh, can I catch a ride with you? Oh, so, looking back, it was, it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird, so but, weird, but was, we made it. Yeah. We're here. That's so. awesome. So, yeah, I mean, MySpace. I, I, I wasn't really big into tech, so I was not on MySpace. Um, I did come to Facebook after that, though. Oh, my well, is way Messenger better. Whatever. You can, like, customize um, it, put a song on your page. Yeah, I just... It's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. I was... Sad, sadly, I was... My head was in golf a lot, and I never had my head in a laptop on my phone. That's um, cool. And it brought me here, so it paid off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's really cool that, you know, you guys... I mean, how long have you guys been then together then, since then? Uh, um, we've been together for... Almost, Almost 14, 14 years. Yeah. yeah, and then in June we'll be married seven, seven years. years. Good so, year. Yeah. Yeah. So, born and raised in Stillwater? Uh, in Enid. Okay. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. close enough. Every time I think of Enid, I think of the flamingo. The, the oh, flamingo! Yeah, the yeah, best place go there. Yeah. You've got to go there. <laughs> if people listen to this podcast all the time, they'll know I bring that up every time I hear about Enid. Um, <laughs> you've got to go there. So good. Um, so, grow up in Enid, and then what, I guess what brings you guys then to, to Stillwater? Um, so, 
my best friend growing up, um, her mom lived here and her dad lived in Enid. And so I spent a lot of time coming here, like on the weekends, spending time in Stillwater, um, doing all the fun things here. And so I just really kind of fell in love with it. And then um, we moved to Oklahoma City our first year of marriage. And that was fun. And then we decided we want to open up the coffee shop. And my best friend was still here and was also opening up a business. And so me and my best friend always said, we got to live in the same town. So that's where we are. We're here and yeah. we're happy to be here. And we kind of like the small town feel. Um, and we like that the college is here because there's Stillwater is always going to be progressing, yeah. um, sometimes slower than what? we'd like and some people would like but um it will be progressing it's like small town feel but it has like that trendiness feel too yeah um so i don't know we really liked that the city was a little big for us yeah so so you guys didn't go to college here then you just moved here so i went to college um i mean after high school i played college basketball it's it was at hillsdale free will baptist um now it's called randall university um my first year my freshman year I tore my ACL and shredded my cartilage in my knee so that kind of put an end to my basketball career yeah and then uh we just stayed in the city um after that yeah and I was going to school to be a dental hygienist I did all my hours and everything and then um once I had to do my actual hours like with a hygienist I was losing my stomach and I was like oh no Oh no, I did all this work for nothing. And so we were both just at a crossroads in life. Like, oh man, like both of our lives aren't going as planned. What are we gonna do? And so um, it really kind of took, again, my best friend being like, well, if you could do like anything, like no obstacles in the way, like what would you do? And I'm like, well, you know, I'd open up a coffee shop. And then she's like, yeah, I know, I saw you doing that. And she just graduated with entrepreneurship from OSU. And so she was like, well, just try to do that and I'm like I'm only make safe decisions I'm like no that's <laughs> yeah. crazy yeah. I'm not doing that um, but I went back to Oklahoma City that night and talked to Michael and we prayed about it for a long time just because I didn't have peace with anything like with like the job that I want to do and I felt like everyone is moving on with their lives and I'm like I don't know what I want to do yeah. and so we prayed about it and basically everything just started falling into place yeah. so yeah. that's pretty yeah I mean you're, so you don't have anyone, like, in your family that's, like, entrepreneurial? Um, all of his family, like, everyone in his family owns their own business somehow. Yeah. And so I guess that's kind of part of it. Um, but you I didn't was, grow up with, like, someone who was, like, the, you know, the, the, they all work kind of nine to five. Is that um, what you kind of tended no, towards this? I mean, my family, um, they're pastors. Yeah. And so they... Definitely not nine to five. But steady um, income job. Steady pay. income yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So, so your best friend come, says, "Well, why, why not?" She's obviously armed with a degree in entrepreneurship. From, yeah, from, from and she was just opening up a business, and she's like, "I know how to open one up." And then we're like, "Well, that's cool." And then we started like praying about it, and um, we were looking at buildings here in Stillwater, mm-hmm. and we were looking around like, okay. Everything needed a lot of work. Right. And we're like, okay, but there's no charm. Everything needed a lot of work, no charm. We're like, okay, well, a couple weeks in of looking, we look at this building, and it is, like, completely empty. Like, brick wall to brick wall, completely empty. But it has brick walls, and it has charm. And the guy that owned it um, is also a contractor, and he's like, I just want to see someone in it. Like, I'll do your guys' build-out. I'll do, like 
everything and like we kind of split those costs like but whatever you guys want to do like i'll do and so it was good that we found this place because we grew up and the reason why we wanted to open a coffee shop we grew up going to coffee shops and we always dream up our idea of like how we would want it to be and this is a great space because we wanted it to be um, you walk in the front and you see a lot of tables closer together and more activity up at the front and as you come farther back it gets a little bit quieter and then that's why we have a back room is for events and people who want to come and like have intimate conversations or just come and study or stuff podcast. like that or, or podcast, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it really worked out that we found this building yeah. and we got to kind of dream up our ideal like, coffee yeah, shop that we wanted so yeah, yeah. yeah so so when your friend says to you hey you know like let's do this and you guys think she comes to you and, and then obviously the three of you go in on it together right mm-hmm. okay just want to make sure that you know, Michael's not off doing another job. Oh, yeah. no. Or are you off doing another job? Well, we kept our regular jobs yeah. until we could work here. And so we were commuting back and forth once we did move here to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Just kept our normal jobs. But all you do solely is the coffee shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good to be all in as well. Like once you, you know, you work at the job, it's ready to go. You've gone for it. And why coffee? Um, I don't. I, I grew up going to local coffee shop in Enon um, with my family, and I just love the sense of community it brought, like meeting other people there and just the relationships that were formed. I mean, I learned to play Chinese checkers in that, and then I'd play other people, and then they'd have like music, and I just really love that, how it brought people together. It, yeah, coffee creates a, just a big community of people, um, and we've definitely seen that here. and. Uh, I mean, we didn't know until later on how much actually went into coffee. And once we started learning the actual craft of it, because whenever we started going to coffee shops, we were getting like, you know, the frappes, like all the sweet stuff. We were getting desserts. I mean, we were kiddos, so we couldn't handle it. And so once we got older and like started drinking just better and better coffee and realized like, oh, wow, like this is black coffee i've never liked this before how does it taste so good and like just studying the craft of it we really started to get into it more because of that yeah and while we grew up also just going to different coffee shops once we started dating we started visiting other coffee shops and just like really fell in love with it and then when we decided we wanted to open it up it's kind of funny because neither one of us worked in a coffee shop and we're opening up a coffee shop. I know it's crazy. Um, So we like looked at some schools and we found this barista school in Portland that you could go to. And so we like literally, I was like finishing my finals in my college. And then the next week I was going to barista school. And um, yeah, so we flew there with Katie. And then that's when we really started learning about like the science of coffee and how important it is, like seed to cup, all of that, and how each process is very essential just to have that really nice balanced cup of coffee. Um, and so, and that's whenever I started realizing like, oh, like I like black coffee, like pour overs are so good. I don't need to have all the sugar and everything. And so we really fell in love with the science of it. So like, just like what the coffee shop can bring to the community and also what it, just like the craft of the coffee is really important. And then we also just like through the years, we work with Onyx Coffee Lab and we learn about the farms and how like it's really important to pick a roaster. So they are 
like pick a good roaster that's taking care of the farms. Mm -hmm. So literally from seed to cup, the detail of everyone being taken care of. Yeah. The detail of the seed or the bean and everything. So so, yeah. so initially then it comes from having just a place where people can bring community together, right? Yeah. And then you're like, well, we should probably learn about coffee. Yeah. How long was that school in Portland? So it... Did you both go together as well? We, it was all yeah. three of us. Okay, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did a uh, custom class of three days, and it was just us three because it was more hands-on. Sure. And we just crammed a lot of information and work into those three days. Yeah. They have um, other classes where you can take it with other people, but um, it's not as intense, and it's yeah. a little bit longer. Or they had the customized class where it is just intense one-on-one, with the trainer um, all day long. Yeah. And it's just, that's what we did. And so. And we learned a lot from that, but then once we were trying to find our roaster as well, and we reached out to Onyx, um, Onyx has some of the top trainers in the world and baristas. Mm-hmm. And once we signed with them, um, for them to be our roaster, we got trained there. Cause when you sign with them, they're like, hey, we want to make sure you're brewing our coffee good. Right. So we went there, got some more training and yeah, it was. And Onyx is like the mecca of, of coffee places, right? It's yeah. Arkansas, Kansas? Yeah, uh, yeah, Northwest Arkansas. Northwest Arkansas, mm-hmm. yeah. I always hear people taking, I mean, going there or friends of mine have gone taking pictures and like yeah. it is like the holy grail of coffee, right? Yeah, and it's funny, like when we signed with them, they were big, but they I don't think that they had gone to any competitions yet, yeah. really. Yeah. Well, they have, but it was just like... It was right before they started winning all yeah. of them. Yeah. And so we signed with them and then we're like, you know, rooting for them at competition and everything. And then they're just winning and we're like, oh my goodness, yeah. this is awesome. This is great. Yeah. And then... Uh, owner Andrea, she's great. She talked to us. Um, she was like, "Anything you need, whether you, you know, want to use us yeah, or not." Yeah, yeah. I mean, she she was awesome. Um, just everyone there has really helped us out and grow as I feel like a coffee yeah, shop. Yeah, I feel so. like they're our parents. Yeah, they're really yeah, awesome. <laughs> they have a really good relationship yeah. with them. They're all so sweet. So. so, so how long is it then from when you decide? yes, let's open a coffee shop. You find this space. How long is it between then to thinking, like to to going on, you know, the class to like opening day? Like what's that timeline? So I think in April we decided we were going to do it and at the end of May we were going to the class. Okay. And then to actually open the coffee shop it took about a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of construction. There's a lot of construction. What year was that? 20, we opened in 2017, September of 2017. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for all of 17 and a little bit of 16 then it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. So I think April of 2016 is when we decided. Yeah. yeah. Did you go on any like research tours to other coffee shops around? Like was yeah. it just, um, just kind of building ideas and building, I guess your Pinterest list of this um, is what we want um, now that you knew the space. Yeah. As that. far as like design goes, it was just us and, um, the barista school helped with bar layout. Yeah. So that actually helped us out so much. I think they probably, like if we would have done it on our own, we would have had to like redo things and it would have cost us more money, but they right. saved us a lot of money. Yeah, for never Just working for, in a coffee shop before and figuring out like we have the a flow nice bar of everything. Layout. We yeah. have a big, nice bar and yeah. it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. As far as I guess the, I mean, process of like working, making coffee, you know, having a community space in, I guess, the restaurant industry, food and beverage industry. Had you worked in any, like, previous places like that growing up? 
I worked at a locally owned sub shop in Enid called Uptown Subs. Uh-huh, it's not there anymore. <laughs> it's though. not there anymore. Rip. They had the best sandwiches, but um, I worked there for like four years, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was just like us girls working the evening shift. We didn't really work with a manager. And so you kind of just had to like take on responsibility on your own to yeah, like yeah. see what needs to be done and stuff like that. Um, and I felt like a lot of relationships with customers there. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that part of it, is just getting to know the customers, knowing exactly what they like. Um, I guess just building community, just in those little evening shifts at Uptown Subs was nice. Um, but I guess I didn't realize like how much I loved it until like looking back and you know you miss those people and you wonder like what they're up to and yeah. stuff like that. So, Michael, you didn't have any previous experience with like um, no, not in the service industry as much. Um, I was really involved in basketball, so yeah. in high school and everything. Um, I worked with my dad in the summers, and then um, I worked at a clothing store for a, probably about a year, and mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, so nothing nothing like her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then fast forward then after this, you know, newfound love of coffee and then you are, you know, you've done your your very I mean deep dive into training. You come here like you know what you're doing. Um I guess then, you know, you, you obviously you got a sense of sense of confidence then because like you're like okay, now we've got a space. We got the build out. It's moving forward now. We actually know how to make coffee. Where does that passion lead you to, you know, I guess, researching, diving into the history and, and from seed to cup and everything? Like, where does that take you in a moment of we're opening up a coffee shop? What do we want it to be like? Where are we getting our beans from? You know, you sign with Onyx. Like, tell me about that process before you open of just research and excitement and ups and downs. I mean, you're also a couple, right? So, you know, being together and, and opening a business is not easy. Yeah. You know, as well as Katie involved too, you know, like it, it, opening up a business is not easy anyway. And then you throw in three people, uh, on, two of those are married. Like it's, there's a lot to, to go up and I down, mean, right? So tell me about that as opening up a business for people listening that, you know, any, yeah. anything could be done obviously because we're here today. Yeah. You know? Anything can be done. I don't know. Like, um, I've, I've known Katie since birth. Like we've yeah. been friends since birth. And of course, like our relationship has gone back a long time. Um, Honestly, there wasn't... Everything... Everything is pretty smooth, and I know yeah. that that is not the answer you guys want to hear, but, like... Why was it so smooth? I think it's because we have all known each other so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we know each other's, like, weaknesses and strengths, and so we are just very, like, understanding of each other. Um, so I feel like there was a lot of... Everyone was on the same page with, like, the good ideas or the you know, the bad ideas of like, hey, actually let's not do this or hey, this is gonna work better. And so I feel like that us being on the same page really helped the process and really helped everything just go a lot quicker and smooth. Yeah, Yeah. and I honestly like, in like being married and working with him all the time, people always ask like, I can never work with my husband, like how do you do it? But I honestly feel like it's easier when you work with your husband every day because you go to work and you have the exact same struggles like you understand each other too like the point where whenever you get home at the end of the day you don't have to explain to them how good or bad your day was you just have to be like you you don't even have to say a word you guys like when we're tired we just sat sit in our home and we're just like quiet and we know you know what i mean or like if i am 
like on edge. He knows why I'm on edge. I don't have to explain it. You know, I don't have to relive it by explaining it to him. And so it's just, we are so on the same page, which is like honestly beautiful. And I recommend like a lot of people doing it. Um, because like, that's kind of how it was back then. Like mom and pop shops, like they were together. They're on the same page. They had the same goals. And I feel like we both have our responsibilities and they're just unspoken. Um, like she'll just go do her thing and I go do my thing and it just makes, um, the task get done a lot quicker. And I feel like easier because we're like, Oh, I know I need to get done. And I'm like, I know I need to get done. And so sometimes we split, do them and it's a lot quicker and it takes a lot of stress off both of us. It does. And as far as like my best friend goes, you know, she opened up a couple more businesses with her family. And so she is just doing those things now. Like she's kind of stepped out, which is totally fine because we were ready. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she just helped us at the beginning part because we didn't know what we were doing. Which is and great. Without her, great. it would have been it would have been a lot tougher. It would have been a lot so, tougher. Right. She was such an angel, and so. Um, but yeah, it just kind of transition. I mean, communication is of course really important. Um, and so I think if like new people are wanting to start it out and they're not communicating their feelings, yeah, um, and their needs or and their strengths and their weaknesses, if they're not communicating those things, then other people just don't know. Yeah, and so. Yeah. If they don't know, they can't be better. No, no doubt. Well, well, I mean, just from hearing you talk and explain that, like the things that stand out to me is like you had a clear plan. And the most important thing is you seeked out people who were professionals in their field, right? Mm -hmm. Like you go do a course in Oregon. You know, you go to Onyx, who are clearly up there with, you know, if not the best people to go to, and they train you even more. You know, your best friend, even if she wasn't your best friend, you're you're probably going to seek out someone who's, build businesses before right or has a background in entrepreneurship yeah um so that's the things that stand out for me listening to that it's like you didn't just jump into this like oh let's open a coffee shop and uh yeah we have this cool space and we have no idea how to make coffee but we have a space so come on down yeah no yeah we that is true we did seek out like the best advice we could seek out everywhere um i mean and it, it is it is a lot of work like i don't know why people say we make it look easy because it's not easy like no, it's you're always working yeah, but it's not like uh people are people think like oh you own a small business like you can make your own schedule and you could like you know give yourself off whenever like yes that is true but they also Sometimes. don't yeah they see us working like behind the bar but a lot of people don't see what happens whenever we're done and we have a like right. a million things to do when or it's we one o'clock the in the morning and our espresso machine's not working and we're like we have to open tomorrow yeah. what are we going to do and stuff like that but um but yeah we always i mean i think that's also just part of being successful in anything is just talking to the people who are really good at what you want to do definitely no i mean we're here right it's been you know four years later right five it'll be five this year yeah god the last two years just disappeared um and i refuse to to think that i'm getting older because i'm now turned 30 (laughs) oh me too Um, 31 actually (laughs) see i keep forgetting um (laughs) Can you go into detail on, you know, like your, when you were doing research and going to coffee places and, and kind of the build outside, go into detail on, like, I love the cup that I'm drinking from, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's not just a normal coffee cup, right? It, yeah. It's really cool. Um, and I obviously, like, every cup's kind of different, looks like it, you know, yeah. just the space and go into detail on why the space looks the way it look, looks, the way it does and kind of the color scheme and just, okay. you know, the decor and just stuff like that. Like, where yeah. does that come from? Um, okay, so I did a little research on the color, and uh, during the time, I was already kind of in love with this slate blue color. 
Okay. Um, it was very in style then. But then I also read like blue is a very calming color, and I wanted people to feel comfortable here. And so, um, yeah, that's what kind of why we went with yeah, blue. Yeah. Um, and then we do have brick walls, and so I kind of wanted to keep an earthy feel. Um, so that will always look timeless type of thing. And so we do have, that's why we like have more like wood accents and stuff like that, natural looks. Um, and then as far, I don't know, like, I don't really know. And it was all kind of coming together. It's kind of like whenever, I mean, it's just, you go somewhere and you feel like, oh, I like this. I don't know why I feel so calm at this place. And yeah. aesthetics are a big thing of that. And yeah. so we looked at things, you know, online at other shops, um, restaurants, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, like this looks really cool. Like let's take something similar to this mm-hmm. and try to, yeah. you know, put it in our, our cafe. Yeah. And there is like, I mean, we do, we, we try to like make little updates each year and keep it fresh, fresh paint type of thing. Just because, I mean, I say this and I know it might kind of sound kind of shallow, but I do think there's some type of therapy and aesthetically pleasing things. Like yeah. just drinking from a nice coffee cup can literally like, just I feel like soothe your day like one it feels like it's something I would drink out of my house yeah right yeah it doesn't feel like a corporate white yeah you don't want anything dingy to drink out of like I don't know and our customers are really important and so we want to keep on making them feel important by giving them nice things yeah I mean it it does feel like as soon as I picked it up I was like you know it it looks like a tan made to be honest yeah it looks really cool and I like have a nerdy sense into I'm, I'm terrible at pottery work but I just appreciate it I think it looks awesome <laughs> Good. I'm um, definitely looks cool uh, how much fun was it like going out and sourcing like you know like the build out stuff like chairs and tables oh. and like I mean you, you don't you know you're definitely not going to Ikea to pick stuff up right yeah. you're going to like thrift stores and cool places yeah. and picking out you know like a set of chairs or a table here and there yeah like tell me about that because that for me like as much as I hate shopping, going out and picking up old stuff that has a story to it, mm-hmm. that's ticking my big box in my world. Yeah, that's actually what we did. So that whole like rustic was very in then. And so we, of course, we had like a year and a half to plan for our decorations. So we would randomly go to Guthrie and just buy a whole bunch of like cool things. Um, and just or just go to like antique malls in the city buy a few things and then we had them all like packed everything for balance like packed in our house yeah. for like over a year and we just keep like shoving things yeah. in one by one slowly one by yeah. <laughs> it was it was rough living in it but it was really cool like once we um got to start actually like decorating we were like pulling out all of the things that we bought and, and it was like about, you forgot like, about oh. it yeah and it's like christmas you're like oh this is so cool this is cool and then like you remember the story behind it, like whenever you bought it and I don't know it is really fun yeah. doing all that stuff is there anything that stayed in the house and you're like ah oh, this is this is staying we're not, we're not the coffee shop's not having this this is staying in the house uh, well no because yeah. we've gone through a whole minimalist kick and so we try not to keep a lot what, yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of pushed you to go that way with the minimalist stuff Oh, well, we were waiting on our house to get renovated, and um, that also took way longer than planned, and so we were actually homeless for a little bit, moving, like, every weekend from Airbnb to Airbnb, and um, we got tired of moving our stuff, so we just started getting rid of a lot and started, like, 
reading on minimalists and yeah, all and that. Just like if you haven't used this item and this song, like does it really have a meaning to you? And yeah, then same yeah, with yeah. our clothes. We donated so much of our clothes because yeah. we're like, oh, this is cool, but I haven't worn it in two yeah. years. So yeah. why take up Once the Once you have to start moving everything, you're like, I really don't need this. Right. And you, everyone pretty much wears the same stuff week by week anyway. What's so. that lady on Netflix, the TV show that does like the, did you watch that as well? Have you seen that? Uh-uh. There's a lady on Netflix who basically, I mean, no. I, my wife watched it and was like, we need to purge through our closet. Is this like the tidy lady? Yeah, something like yeah, that. I yeah, I watched a couple of And hers. like a week later, I'm, th- I'm donating six bags of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, never worn them, never yeah. going to wear again, but I have some sentimental value to it because I wore it once and it gave me a memory and I'm like, yeah. I'm never going to wear this yeah. again. So. That happens too. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I the story, I, I love it. I love the fact that, you know, you guys met a long time ago. You've been together a long time. It'll be seven years, you know, if you guys being married soon. Um, and you've just kind of woven this story, you know, you getting hurt at basketball, right? I'm sure you didn't expect to open up a coffee shop when no, you were playing I, basketball. Yeah. I planned on actually you know? playing overseas. Yeah. And it was just unfortunate that my career, I played basketball for so long. I never had any major injuries. Right. And then my, my first year of college basketball, I mean, yeah, it came to an end really quick. Mm-hmm. And I just told myself, like... It's not worth it to go through that injury again. So I kind of just, you know, stopped there. Yeah. I I mean, it's... That's why I love doing this podcast because everybody's story is different and everyone kind of just story just weaves through life and you see little turning points, right? You getting injured, you, you know, thinking, not enjoying being a dental hygienist and like, I couldn't do it either. Um, you know, and then your best friend was doing entrepreneurship. Like, it's just a perfect mix. And then, yeah. you, you know, you've been five years in this business and you have a coffee shop and, you know, it's a place that, I mean, we're, we're here on a Sunday and, you know, like I said, you're trialing being open on Sundays and it's clearly yeah. worth it because this place is packed yeah. out, uh, which is great to see. Um, going, I guess, a little bit back then to the start, why balanced coffee? Like, where does the name balanced come from? Um, okay, so it kind of started back where, like, there's kind of a lot of different reasons why we were doing yeah. this. And, I mean, I feel like to be, like, happy in life, you have to, like, balance out uh-huh. many different things. Well, I wanted, we wanted the shop to be, like, the front very social mm-hmm. and like that's where the speakers are you got the bar up there um you have the bigger tables up there and then so we wanted to create a spot for the people that want to be social and then it goes into like, to the individual tables to people that just kind of want to study maybe one-on-one conversations type thing mm-hmm. then we have like the hammocks which are actually just supposed to be little reading nook things i mean people still go back there and talk which is fine sometimes sleep people passing out yeah. yeah i mean if you're studying all day then i probably yeah. pass out too and then to back here to the quiet so what like balancing out like why you want to come to a coffee shop yeah and then also um we started going to breeze to school and we didn't tell him that we were wanting to name our coffee shop Balanced. And then he just kept on saying, the perfect cup of coffee is balanced. It's balanced yeah. with the and, and they still do. Like, if, if you watch any, I mean, Onyx yeah. on their website, if you watch any of their training videos, because they, they uh, post their videos of, like, hey, this coffee is best in this brew device. And, like, right. you'll hear them say, like, it'll be balanced with 
acidity mm-hmm. and sweetness and all that. So, Where I was like, ah, yeah. ah. So that but, was when that life, life, the light bulb moment went off. Yeah, it was reinforced like, again. It was because, reinforced, yeah, because yeah, we were kind of like thinking about it, and then he just kept saying it. And we all just kept like okay, looking at each it, other. Yeah. Um, but it really has like since then. I feel like I don't know. It is hard to like balance life in many different ways and sometimes I'm like balance has kind of made me off balance in life you know what I mean just because of like learning um how to have like time for me and not pour all of myself into my work and um learning how to how to have time for us and not talk about work 24 7 (laughs) must be hard yeah and so um I guess that's just like the ultimate goal is to achieve balance yeah. while we're running balance. Are there any, any names that were on the list that, that quickly crossed off or just names that just came to mind straight away before balance? We were talking about what were you talking about? It was, I think, centered got brought up because we we're yeah. like centered. trying to think of a word like where can come people come and like center sure. in and like focus and on everything the thing that like they want to do, like center in. It just wasn't yeah. clicking very well. We just didn't like, it was super cute. Yeah. And you didn't want to so. put your own names in it. Huh? Or like the, you didn't want to put your own name in it. Oh no. No. <laughs> yeah, we don't even tell people like. If, as long as people yeah. can keep thinking I'm a college kid yeah. just working at a coffee shop, I'll be happy. people come in like, how long have you worked here? I'm like, oh, oh like it's just a four few years. years. Yeah. So it's I my, never, we never try to be like, no. oh, I'm the owner. You know, it's, it's, it's just funner like, just to act like a college yeah. kid. Yeah. And I love when people are like, do you like working here? Is this fun? And well, I'm like, oh my like, God. I love it. Like, yeah, it's pretty chill. Yeah. <laughs> the owners are great. Yeah. yeah. The owners are great. No, it's, um, I get that feeling though. When you walk in here, like everyone's really nice. Everyone's, you know, super happy. And it is an inviting space when you walk in. Like, you know, you got those two kind of like, as you walk in on the right and the left, you got those two kind of like cuddle type cove places, right? They're like couches and seats and it. It's not like white tables, Apple store like that looks like strictly business. It looks like somewhere you could come in, read a book or come in and study, right? and, And I love like, I didn't notice this until you said it, but you know, the fact that the tables are get a little bit further away, the further you go back and, mm-hmm. and, and the more you want to be on your own, you kind of go towards the back kind of thing and get your work done, which is yeah. really nice. Uh, and obviously the space that we're in today, you know, it's big enough to host people and, and have an event here. Yeah. You know, even if it's a small group or if it's a group of, I mean, 20 people, right. You could easily have people in here to yeah. do whatever. It's closed off. I mean, it's when I walked in earlier, I was like, are we going to worry? have an issue with sound because this place is packed? And then oh, I came back here yeah. and I was like, oh, because I, when we initially started doing this, we were like, oh, it's closed on Sundays, it'll be great. Yeah. yeah and I walked in, I was like, oh, this could be an issue. Yeah, but like, it's they're not. not closed on Sundays. Right, but it's not because it's, you know, it's really cool to have that. Um, obviously, you've been in the business five years going forward then. Do we have any plans to have a second, a third? Are we going to expand? Do you want to um, ever open one back in your hometown in Enid? Like, what was kind of your thoughts on that? So for a long time, our thoughts were no, um, because we really, like, I just love, like, I kind of talked about a mom mom and pop shop earlier, and I love the idea of owners being in the shop. Um, I think everything just runs a little bit smoothly, um, and I just think it's, it's just a sweeter atmosphere, and so I always said no, because I just, I would hate to miss out on important yeah. details um, from not being in the shop. However, we were offered, um, some people asked us to open up at the bottom of the Wesley Foundation on campus, which is right on, it's a really good location on University in Washington, right across the street from Library Line. Um, And honestly, I didn't want to do it. They emailed me and 
I didn't even get back with them yeah. until like a few months later. I was bringing up to Michael, I'm like, oh yeah, they want us to be in there. And he said, oh, that's really cool. And I'm like, yeah, but we can't handle that. <laughs> and then uh, he's like, we'll just email them back and see like what the, what the gig yeah. is. And so I emailed him back. We started meeting with them and they were just really good people. Um, it, it just kind of like all made sense after meeting with them. And so we have actually opened up another awesome. location there. Yeah. Um, and my brother moved down, which is nice. Yeah. He moved down and he's managing that location. So we do have like a full-time person over there that really cares for it. And that's yeah. what I would really, that's what I was wanting. Um, so. And it's yeah. in, you know, it's not very far from here. It's in the same town. And right. so it's nice that we could still take care of like everything if we yeah, had to. Yeah, if we had to, yeah. we can. Yeah. yeah. Quality like, control. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, it's yeah. not like initially, I guess you were like, oh, I don't want to do that because it makes you feel uncomfortable. Expanding's not easy. Right? Yeah. And then you're like, actually we can like that initial jump right of opening this one you're like we've done it before yeah and i guess because it's at a smaller scale you know what you're doing it's yeah. less of an investment because you know what you're doing you've done you know you've made all the mistakes if any to yeah. get here like that makes sense to go something kind of smaller yeah. and, something and smaller like that. Yeah. yeah and then slowly build out from there and then obviously if you've got a family member who's interested and wants yeah. to run it for you got someone you really trust yeah exactly it definitely helps having a family member yeah they have the same view and visions and care for it so and guy finishing up then obviously you know we're not in your hometown but we're in a town that you definitely care for you love the feel of Stillwater, the vibe the oh, people yeah. the size of it the pace yes. um looking looking back would you do anything differently hmm. in the last five years I feel like I want to say yeah, but I just can't think of anything. I mean, of course, know? there's things. It's like, well, why haven't we been doing this all along? Yeah. Why haven't we been doing this all along? That's just part of learning. Well, but the process of evolving as a business. Yeah. But any like big significant changes? No, I mean, no. I feel like we've learned from everything. I don't, I don't regret our location yeah. at all. I love our location. I don't regret the building. Um, I don't regret opening it up in Stillwater. Like, I let. I liked to water before, but like being here and then just getting to know all of like the locals and everything really makes you love it. Yeah. Like it is, it is the sweetest town. Like it's the reason why they call it like the friendliest college town because everyone in here is really sweet. And like during the pandemic, of course, every business was hurting. Yeah. We were hurting. We were doing like curbside stuff and like people that would normally come in like once or twice a week, like locals would come in like at least once a day or maybe twice a day. And they would tell us like, we can't lose you guys. Like we love you. You know what I mean? And I just, I don't know if you get that everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so. And realizing that at that moment, that it was a hard time for not just everyone. businesses, but everyone yeah. and just us realizing that people love us and yeah. want us to be here. It's just like, I feel like such a great feeling. Yeah. And I feel like Stillwater really does a good job of just rallying around each other and yeah. supporting each other which is just awesome. Like it is, it has a great sense of community that I've fallen in love with. Um, and the college kids are just also fun. They always bring us wild cards. Like you never know what college kids are going to do. And they keep us young. Yeah. They keep us kind of trendy, I guess. <laughs> um, but I don't know. So you have like, you have like the locals that are just awesome and you love them so much. But then you also have these 
college kids yeah. are so fun to be around. Yeah. So. It's great to hear, like, uh, you know, from that the community's kind of seen this place as, like, you know, a pillar in the community and they want to be here and they want you guys to open, they don't want to lose you. And, like I said, you got those people coming around that, yeah. you know, that, uh, that realize it's not easy, um, especially for a first time business owner as well, yeah. right? Navigating through all of that, mm-hmm. you know, it's not easy. Yeah. Um, even if you're a seasoned business owner, it's not easy, right? Yeah. So having that support from the community is really special. It is um, special. You know, and having people come in and just like, what have you got that I can buy from you? Yeah. You know, and, and doing curbside. Um, that's neat to hear. And I'm sure, you know, you guys are proud to be, you know, members of, you know, still yeah. as a business community. And Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that they've taken us under their wing and we're yeah. like a part of the community and everything because yeah. honestly I, I think if I didn't have such a strong community I don't know how long I could go because yeah. owning a business is hard you know what I mean but like whenever I work here and I see like the regulars come in you know what I mean and, and, just, and, and new people you get to meet and that's great that the college is here because right. we see we see it and we make new relationships you know yeah. every year every semester we, yeah and then we they come back people, and visit so. which is really nice yeah. and so it's I don't a unique know. position to be in right yeah, it is like very you're going to be in someone's life for four years and then they're going to bring their parents here and then, you know, what their family here, whatever yeah. it is. And then they're going to return, right? And then, like, yeah. that's that's a really cool thing to have and a it is cool. to be in. So. Yeah, like, homecoming is always really fun because so many people come into town and we get yeah. to catch up with them. Yeah. So, so. And sometimes it's hard because you, you have these college students that come in and, you know, they work for us and they're great and everything. And just like oh they're leaving in a year and you have to restart the process and you're just like oh i'm trying to find someone that'll be here a little bit for someone that hates goodbyes i have to do it a lot yeah so (laughs) no but um finishing up like uh, thanks for having us today obviously you know there's going to be a few podcasts recorded here love the story it's awesome thank you um you know like i i love when 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 people can listen to this now and they understand you know how you guys get to where you are and then the fact that you've never opened up a business before and it can be done Mm -hmm. you know by listening and taking lessons from this podcast that you know seeking out professionals you know diving in and doing it the right way and you know and you didn't rush it you know it took a year and a half to open right and that's fine like some people think that they want to open in a week yeah you know um, probably not um but it's really cool to listen to that uh, and i love the fact that you know like obviously there's been i'm sure there has been ups and downs i mean there is naturally with everything but mm-hmm. the fact that you guys have five years in this place and um, you're a part of the community you have a you know a different another location as well and they came yeah. to you just shows that yeah you know, like it, it was the right timing they see the value in you and it's not just like you're out there seeking hey where can we open up next yeah. and kind of just like trying to be like someone corporate business and opening up on every corner and putting everybody else out of business um, so that's kind of really cool to see the community space here is awesome as people here you know like happy or they're not happy because they're studying whatever it is there's this place is full um you know great decoration great cup of coffee and i've like i said i've been here before and i didn't realize it until i walked in today because i came from the other direction when i came here oh yeah um i came from in town rather than coming in from out of town uh but yeah for people listening how can they i mean what's your address what's your social media is like how can they get involved and then then if there's a mother or father or a kid listening that wants a college job in stillwater how can they apply for a job as well (laughs) Oh, okay. So, I mean, we're on Instagram and we're on Facebook. Um, and as far as jobs go, I get oh, like probably five applicants a week. So you're not struggling with jobs then. That's good to hear. Yeah. I mean, that is a perfect, like, again, of being in a college town is everyone wants to work during this time just because they have bills they need to pay. So thankfully we haven't had to deal with like a shortage of staff. Yeah. Um, 
And if they really wanted to work here, honestly, we hire people that come into our shop and we like, we already know them type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Cause so many people lie in interviews, don't lie in an interview. Yeah. Um, but so many people do. And so just kind of like coming in and creating that relationship, I guess, before you start working is really how we've gotten some of our best employees. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. So the Instagram is? Balanced Coffee Co. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll put that in the link to the Facebook in the description. Um, and last question, what is your favorite cup of coffee to make? If you were going to make one co cup of coffee and you were to have that for the rest of your lives, what oh, would that one cup of coffee of be? Lives. Yeah, nice just job. one cup. I know. That's for, for, me, for me to drink or for me to make and, and serve? Ooh, is it different? Okay. I'll do both. Okay. Um... For me to drink would probably be a uh, pour over. Yeah. Um, for me to make for somebody would be probably a cappuccino, just because um, you have a make a good shot of espresso and then you have to steam milk the right way and just putting those together. Sometimes it just doesn't get better than that. Yeah, it's a good ratio for yeah. sure. Um. Don't, don't act like you have to think about it. I know. Every morning I have to have an Americano, and I kind of do my Americano short, yeah. and we do double shot, so it has a double shot in there. I just really like the taste of good espresso that's dialed in, um, and that espresso just gets me going in the morning, so probably just a solid Americano. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about to make? To make... Uh... I'm not even thinking of a coffee drink. Well, what would it be? I don't know. I think the Red Bull Italian sodas are really fun to make. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. What, tell know. me, tell me about that. What is a Red, a Red Bull? Red Bull Italian soda. Yeah. Um, so it's just, I think coffee shops have different versions of it, but we put like blackberry and some other things in it and then Red Bull and then, um, ice. And then if you put like a little bit of cream on top, it looks really cool and it tastes like sweet tarts. Yeah. It That's tastes so, so good. People that don't like coffee or want to kind of change it up, um, they come in here and you know, they'll get a uh, energy drink and we have those. So. <laughs> and we have those. Yeah. I don't know. They look cool and they taste good. It's like sweet tart. And I feel like everyone that has drank it loves it. So, okay. you know what I mean? It's just one of those things. So. Awesome. Well, I mean, that does sound like, I mean, who doesn't like sweet tarts, right? It's yeah. A, and a, a nice little kick up the backside before you're going to dive into some studying <laughs> uh, to get the heart rate up a little bit. Yeah. Wake you up in the morning other than espresso. But um, guys, thanks so much for taking the time out yeah. uh, to yeah, be on the podcast. You. I really appreciate it. For everyone listening, I'll put the links to the social medias. Um, and then some other links as well to the video because we videoed this one today and yeah I'll put the I'll put all the links in the description and we will catch you next episode cheers cool thanks thanks, thanks guys this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at OklahomaHOF. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.